As she stood in front of her fifth grade class on the first day of school, she told the children a lie. Like most teachers, she looked at her students and said that she loved them all just the same. However, that was impossible because there in the front row, slumped in his seat, was a little boy named Teddy Stoddard. Mrs. Thompson had watched Teddy the year before and noticed that he didn't play well with other children, that his clothes were messy, and that he constantly needed a bath. Teddy could be unpleasant. He got to the point where Mrs. Thompson would actually take delight in marking his papers with a broad red pen and making bold X's and then putting a big F at the top of his papers. At the school where Mrs. Thompson taught, she was required to review each child's past records and she put Teddy's off until last. However, when she reviewed his file, she was in for a surprise. Teddy's first grade teacher wrote, Teddy's a bright child with a ready laugh. He does his work neatly and he has good manners. He's a joy to be around. His second grade teacher wrote, Teddy is an excellent student, well liked by his classmates, but he's troubled because his mother has a terminal illness and life at home must be a struggle. His third grade teacher wrote, His mother's death has been hard on him. He tries to do his best, but his father doesn't show much interest. His home life will soon affect him if steps aren't taken. Teddy's fourth grade teacher wrote, Teddy's withdrawn and doesn't show much interest in school. He doesn't have many friends, and sometimes he even sleeps in class. By now, Mrs. Thompson realized the problem, and she was ashamed of herself. She felt even worse when her students brought her Christmas presents wrapped in beautiful ribbons and bright paper, except for Teddy's. His present was clumsily wrapped in heavy brown paper that he got from a grocery bag. Mrs. Thompson took great pains to open it in the middle of the other presents. Some of the children started to laugh when she found a rhinestone bracelet with some of the stones missing and a bottle that was a quarter full of perfume. But she stifled her children's laughter when she exclaimed how pretty the bracelet was, putting it on and dabbing some of the perfume on her wrist. Teddy Stoddard stayed after school that day, just long enough to say, Mrs. Thompson, today you smell just like my mom used to. After the children left, she cried for at least an hour. On that very day, she quit teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic, and instead, she began to teach children. Mrs. Thompson paid particular attention to Teddy as she worked with him. His mind seemed to come alive. The more she encouraged him, the faster he responded. By the end of the year, Teddy had become one of the best students and one of the smartest children in the class. And despite her lie, became one of her teacher's pets. A year later, she found a note under the door from Teddy telling her that she was still the best teacher he ever had in his whole life. Six years went by before she got another note from Teddy. He then wrote that he'd finished high school, third in his class, and she was still the best teacher he ever had in his whole life. 
Four years after that, she got another letter saying that while things had been tough at times, he stayed in school, stuck with it, and would soon graduate from college with the highest of honors. He assured Mrs. Thompson that she was still the very best and favorite teacher he ever had in his whole life. Four more years passed, and yet another letter came. This time, he explained that after he got his bachelor's degree, he decided to go a little further. The letter explained that she was still the best and favorite teacher he ever had, but now his name was just a little bit longer. The letter was signed, Theodore F. Stoddard, M.D. But the story doesn't end there. You see, there was yet another letter that spring. Teddy'd met this girl and was going to be married. He explained that his father had died a couple of years ago, and he was wondering if Mrs. Thompson might agree to sit in the place at the wedding that was usually reserved for the mother of the groom. Well, of course Mrs. Thompson did. And guess what? She wore that bracelet, the one with the several rhinestones missing, and she made sure she was wearing the perfume that Teddy remembered his mother wearing on their last Christmas together. They hugged each other, and Dr. Stoddard whispered in Mrs. Thompson's ear, Thank you so much for making me feel important and showing me that I could make a difference. Mrs. Thompson, tears in her eyes, and whispered back to Teddy, You have it all wrong. You are the one who taught me that I could make a difference. I didn't know how to teach until I met you. Isn't that a beautiful story? Yeah, I know. But the story doesn't actually end there either. You see, there's proof that one teacher is all it takes to transform the life of a student whether just a child or a full-grown man entering college late in life after serving in the military. Yes, my very own life was inadvertently transformed by a college professor named Ray Rich. He was both my psychology and history of rock and roll professor. I still don't know why, but for some unknown reason, Ray Rich saw something in me that I couldn't yet see in myself. He challenged me to become a better human being, to face my struggles rather than trying to drown them with drugs and alcohol. He also provided me with the resources and a thought process to make a conscious decision about how I wanted to show up for the rest of my life. If it hadn't been for him, I truly believe I wouldn't be here today. He taught me that all men dream, but not equally. He taught me through the words of T.E. Lawrence that some men dream their dream with their eyes wide open so that they might bring their dreams to life. He shared the words of this famous writer with me on a piece of parchment paper that he gifted me, which I read over and over and over again. I still credit him to this day for being the teacher that saved my life. The Teddy Stoddard story, originally thought to be a true story, is actually a work of fiction from 1974, penned by Elizabeth Ballard for Home Life magazine. 
The story gained massive popularity because Dr. Wayne Dyer would read the letter that a friend sent to him during many of his popular seminars. To this day, there's a popular video on YouTube and you can see his words bringing the audience to tears. Unlike the fictional story, my story is true. And all it takes is one teacher or one other human being that cares about another to make a difference in the life of someone else. This is Bobby Kuntz, the Earth Hardest, and I simply want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the story. Take care.